0: So I would say dedication looks completely different on every single person. But Nipsey Hussle said it very, very well. Dedication, hard work plus patience really is a combination for a blessing. So when you work hard and you play hard, you are going to reap the benefits and all of the right results. Hey y'all, welcome back to Pocket of Change, the podcast, which is recorded every single Sunday for listeners just like you, where I teach you life management on how to live life while doing it.
1: God gave me a pocket full of
0: change Even when I didn't know how to maintain But he showed how far my range is so thank you, God, for blessing me with this voice to spread knowledge about faith, leadership and choices hmm, like putting you first. And when life happens, battles, he always prove his worth. I plan to use his voice. Hope they remember my name through this podcast called Pocket Full of Change. Pocket Full of Change. Pocket Full of Change. Pocket Full, Pocket Full, Pocket Full of Change. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Pocket of Change, the podcast, hosted every Sunday for listeners just like you. My name is Leisha McKeithen, a motivational speaker based out of Atlanta, Georgia, hoping to provide resources of positivity and uplift that you just can't get anywhere else. Since I'm definitely rooted in my faith, you'll get that too. But trust, my words should inspire non believers too. Well, let me stop talking so y'all can get to listening to this episode.
2: When you try to take power that's not yours, you're powerless or you're greedy, but if you embrace your own power, you're the most powerful thing walking.
1: I like that quote. When you embrace your own power, you're the most powerful thing walking.
2: I like it. I go by Rudy, uh, also going by the Perspective bully, and I'm an alumnus of Clark University, class of 2017 business administration major. From there, I dove into business sales and things of that nature, and I kind of found a passion for mental health. So now I'm a life-to-life coach, and I prefer to go by a perspective coach. I think what I do is more so training the mind around understanding all the possibilities of the world versus training the mind to believe that it'll all be okay. Mm.
1: I want to kind of dive into that.
2: What have you
1: noticed as an, an experience where other people have said it will be okay, and you shifted your perspective to be something different? Like, what made, what motivated you to even have that kind of perspective?
2: So I came from a real high ego, and I lived in my own bubble to a right. I thought all was well all the time. And, you know, you live through life and you progress and different things happen. Take um, the last this last week, the kind of craziness that we've seen, you have to learn to expect the unexpected. And the path to believing that money or certain material things or even certain events or experiences will complete your, your being isn't necessarily realistic to me. I've learned that self-love is the number one engine for anybody, and it should be if you ask me. And it starts with understanding yourself, accepting yourself, and believing in who you are. And from there, you can kind of respect situations better. You kind of learn the patience of understanding that you can only control what you can control. And that gives you a different level of power. What would
1: you say are like five tips that you would live by in order to have self-confidence, or to be dedicated to your own gifts and purpose?
2: Funny enough, and it's funny because, like, a lot of my friends have been making fun of me or people reference it when they see me. One of, Consistency is the consistent key, and I'm not always the more consistent person. So one of the most consistent things I've done in my life is actually repost an Instagram post that has five steps. Wake up, do everything you can to become a better man, go to sleep, wake up, and do it all again. I separated myself from other people in terms of comparison, in terms of just staring at what they're doing because everyone's an individual and we live in a world where social media kind of strips individuality. Everybody feels like they should be in the same place that we don't want other people are doing. And sometimes that it kind of deviates from what we actually love or what our actual passions are, how we actually feel. Cause we're so chained to influence. So, I look at the world as Rudolph versus Rudolph. How can I be the best me? And every day I do my best to improve at least 1%. And I know that I trust that tomorrow I'm going to be better than I was today. So, you know, sometimes people talk about long-term goals and the long-range vision of things. And it's like, it's it's cool to look that far ahead. But I have so much in front of me today within this 24 hours that I got to be that. I can get to tomorrow and it kind of slows things down it brings me to a level of pace it gives me a level of patience and I can't I can't speak for anybody else you know like so me and you are both yeah. speakers and people will see that and yeah just two of our friends that are speakers I'm not you and you are not me right so I, I, I can't you so you started a podcast I can't say all right I need a podcast nah that's not my business I have to do what's best for Rudolph because I don't know what Alicia's journey is. I don't know why Alicia does what Alicia does, and Lisa doesn't know why Rudolph does what Rudolph does. And I think that's the same as, you know, the athletes, um, other professions, media, rappers, all these musicians, people are just trying, 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 but you shouldn't be trying to copy. You should be trying to see what's what's speaking from your heart, if you ask me.
1: Yeah. And that that's where the authenticity will really start to shine, when you are doing something just because you felt propelled, not because you want to emulate somebody else. Now, granted, you can always be inspired by someone else or something else. However, what's going to keep it going is when you have a true passion and dedication for that from from your core. Because right. if not, right. you'll get tired real quick. <laughs>
2: And, and that's kind of what I was saying and the difference between why I like to be a perspective coach versus a life coach. My training is more so for people that have it or have lost it and they're struggling to make it to the next day. So I help you understand how to t- take care of yourself and move yourself forward so that way you can progress in all facets, whether it be a friend, a person, a professional, a lover. Whatever it is, if you if you start at the core and build from there, you'll be better across the board. Versus just trying to hit goals, mm. the person you are will hit the goals. So better the person. If you That's get what it. I'm saying.
1: No, I like that. The person will reach the goals. So fix the person, basically. I I get I get because also if you're not motivated, like from within you're going to constantly feel like, oh, my God, I can't achieve this, I can't achieve that, because the inner being is lacking, Uh, which is why people do all different types of remedies to to work on themselves from the inner side. So that might be meditation. That might be listening to music, vibing out, lighting candles, all these different things to get yourself back. I'm even going to do it today um, just because sometimes the weekend or the week of working can just kind of distract you from who you are because you're doing something for somebody else for so long that you kind of are like, wait a minute, what do I want to do? How do I feel? So uh, I definitely think that that is good. And it's not only good, but I think it will be helpful towards your audience Um, because if you're not good within, you're not going to be able to be good on the outside, or you're going to be faking the funk.
2: And that's and that's facts. So like like a lot of people be surprised sometimes when I say that I don't listen to other motivational speakers like that, or like like people be surprised that I pull a lot of this out of my own head. But it became it just it just took time to start understanding certain things and reflecting. And I I, I get inspired, but I'm not easily motivated by other people. My motivation mm-hmm. comes from my friends, my my family, the people that I. That I love because they know me best. We live in a world where people take what they what they want, you know. That that the first one of the first quotes they told us as a kid that don't judge a book by a cover. That's all we do now. Mm, and that's true. <laughs> you know that it, it, it takes a lot away from who people can be. So sometimes, because cause like I said I'm scared of other people's motivation. Sometimes I can say it like that. Like you know, you look at all these celebrities and people that are secretly mean and all that other stuff. And I'm not saying I'm perfect all the time, but it's like how do I know you're speaking for me? Like, what is your motivation? And I can't can't necessarily feed off someone else's motivation all the time, and that's more so a personal thing. Like, I I don't tell nobody else not to go watch or even – I would never tell one of my clients they can't also have a therapist. I don't – I'm not demanding to be the only voice in any room. I'm not a narcissist. It's just that I listen different. Like, I listen to make sure that you're telling the truth in my own personal Mm -hmm. beliefs versus just listening and because you're saying, You can do it. I believe that there is nobody but you. If you think you're the one, who can be better than you? But that's a waste of my time. I think emotionary te- I, mean, I think motivation is a temporary hop. Oh anybody sure. can get you fired up.
1: That that And I think that's the the key and the, the major key that I want to have for my motivation is not only to get you fired up, but I want to give you some tools after you've been fired up to actually stay consistent. Because the worst right. thing is like, I mean, I, I'll, I'll compare it to church. The worst thing is if you go to church, you hear the sermon, and then you go home and you don't do anything else. That's not going to make you a believer just because you went to church and you listened to somebody. No, you have to do the work after. So you went to church, you learned the scripture, and then you go home and you read the scripture for yourself because the pastor might have said something. But how do you know if it can be true for your life unless you really know the core of it? So when my motivation might say you can get up and do it, these are now going to be the tools on how you can do it. Because the worst thing is for me to fail and to show you I can fail but not show you how to succeed because I succeeded as well. So how do I give you those tools? How do I give them to you? Because so many people are like, I just want to keep this information for myself. Like, I don't want to give it. I'm confused on that, uh, where that came from, and I'm trying to change the narrative. Like, if I'm going to have it, you're going to have it too. It might have cost me more, but it's okay. I'll get it back.
2: It's So it's we, we have a, a crab in the barrel mindset, and when I say that I'm mindful of systematic oppression and the, the different things that impact us at this point, Um. I read a book called Brainwash by Tom Burrell and the book was the best book I've ever read in my personal opinion, only because it, it, it dives into the, the different things that we've been conditioned to believe. And personally, it's just like, I'm not saying I'm on anyone to change today, but we we do have to come to a point where we realize it's wrong and do better. I think a lot of us are just so stuck in that. Like, especially every time we learn a new word,
1: because sometimes you learn lessons and you follow suit moving forward. And some lessons you learn by failing. And they hurt harder, Mm -hmm. but you learn them quicker because you failed.
2: And I'm in the Mm -hmm. season
1: of learning faster, quicker, and it's hurting. But it's going to be all right. Because then in my next season, I'll be like, oh, that ain't no thing. She wasn't my friend. He wasn't my friend. What? What I
2: got going on? It's all good. And that's how that whole, that's how that whole bully thing came about for real. At first, people were telling me that I was just aggressive, and I kind of made that acronym, Believer Underlying Lessons Learned Yesterday, because you only learn from what you do. You have to experience it before you can learn it. And I like the word bully because, to your point, it's, sometimes it's an aggressive process. Like, people make healing to, to seem like this this big woosah, monk-like process you can heal aggressively you can heal
0: this is the part of the episode called let's talk about it where i talk about anything and everything So let's talk about manifestation really, really quickly because I've been working on manifesting a lot of different things in my life. Um, For example, trips, uh, things that I want to produce in my business, so many things. The list goes on and on. And what I learned recently is that manifestation is a discipline. But not, not only is manifestation a discipline, But it also requires you to do more than you even expect. So for me, I thought if I put in the universe positively once or twice a week that I want something, that will happen. But I think what is super important when you are starting to manifest is that you truly believe that you deserve to receive whatever you're trying to manifest. And then you're also consistently asking for it and imagining your life with it so don't self-sabotage and say i really think that i deserve this but then you're like second guessing it when you're manifesting because then that means there's too much fear being put in place to where you can't receive it or you're not ready to receive it and you would hate to be the reason why you couldn't receive a blessing So we've gotten to the portion of the episode where I want to call it the it's of the week pocket full of change pocket full of change pocket full pocket full pocket full of change so the it's of the week this week are the song is coming from Normani and Cardi Wildside. I mean it's been the most popular song of the week it might even be the most popular song of the month to be honest Uh, And then the scripture of the week, because we've been talking about dedication, I thought it was important to also share a dedication scripture. So the scripture is coming from Psalms 37, 23, and 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. So whenever you're having a challenge, just know God's got you. Stay disciplined because he's going to be there every single step of the way. The blessing of the week this week for me is that I am able to travel this week, celebrating my birthday outside of Chicago, outside of Atlanta. So hopefully y'all will hear about the trip when I come back.